We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The top stories from the KCBS Radio Newsroom. This is the All Local. Good afternoon. I'm Patty Rising. And I'm Brett Burkhart. Here's what's happening. We are in a blue sky state of emergency right now. We get the explanation from KCBS's Jim Taylor live at the Storm Desk. Jim. Good afternoon, Brett. Patty, the Storm Desk currently experiencing balmy conditions. But yes, we are in a state of emergency. Here's California OES Director Nancy Ward. The governor declared a state of emergency, as you know, for 34 counties, allowing California to leverage the mutual aid system throughout California and move much-needed critical resources throughout the state. In addition, the governor last night requested a, an emergency deck from the president of the United States. It was approved this morning. Probably no place more in need of storm repair right now than the entire street that is washed out in Soquel. KCBS's Jennifer Hodges says it has blocked access for hundreds of residents. Main Street here in Soquel is an important road, the only access road for some four to 500 residents. But the recent rains caused a huge portion of it to collapse. Now work underway to fix it. Central Fire Division Chief Anthony Cefaloni. The objective would be to at least get one lane where things can go up and down through it. Jim lives in the area. But I guess, you know, they'll figure it out. It's like an engineering project. We are looking at a solution to get at least some access, at least one lane across that break um, open. Jason Hoppin with the county says they do have an option for emergencies. There's a footbridge in the area where they can get across if they need to, and they've talked to a neighbor. So if there are any other emergency needs, they're uh, going to access the neighborhoods, I think, via a private car uh, in case anything does happen. No estimated time as far as when the street may reopen. Jennifer Hodges, KCBS. The silver lining storm news, latest weather weather event is moving on. It's already heading south, but here's the very latest from the National Weather Service. There will be some showery activity for today and tonight and actually into the weekend. This is meteorologist Cindy Cobalt filling us in. And we're talking about uh, very small amounts of precipitation, somewhere between a tenth uh, to an inch and a half for the entire weekend. That's pretty good news. I mean, a relief for people who are concerned about flooding possibilities, you yeah. Yes, absolutely. It's definitely uh, a welcome relief. Cindy, as we look forward to uh, next week, what can we expect? Is is there another atmospheric river waiting to pour on us? Yes, it, it is looking like there is definitely another one coming. It looks like that is being set up around the Monday to Wednesday time frame because of all of the abundant rainfall that fell with this atmospheric river event, that could mean that even if this next one is less intense, that it could be more impactful. 
Because the ground is saturated, right? Yes, absolutely. Unfortunately, when the ground is saturated, when there's additional rainfall, the only thing it can do is run off. It can't actually soak into the ground. Which has been the case in a lot of places already. Here's Mike Kieber. He heads up Caltrans. This heavy, warm rain combined with accumulated snowfall uh, is leading to the risk of, of flooding, rock and mudslides, and again, heavy snowfall in the uh, higher elevations and over the passes, increasing the likelihood of road closures and avalanches. Let's go to Lake Tahoe, where one word says it all. Enough! Kim George, South Lake Tahoe Fire and Rescue. This is historic. This is remarkable. There's some areas that are have massive amounts of snow. Yes, like on rooftops. Longtime resident Kevin Cooper. People were in the last few days getting up to shovel their roofs with anywhere between, you know, 5 and 12 feet of snow compiled on their roof. In East Oakland early today, storm-related roof collapse. Killed a worker at Pete's Coffee. KCBS's Raquel Maria Dillon was there. Their roof over one corner of the warehouse caved in, likely under the weight of rainwater. This warehouse is a distribution center for Pete's Coffee. Mary O'Connell, a spokesperson for Pete's, says the workers here are heartbroken. It's an unbelievable tragedy. Our distribution lead, a longtime employee at Pete's, was here getting ready for the day, and there was a partial collapse of the roof over the office area. Our weekend is expected to be wet. Stay tuned for the latest weather de developments. Uh, live at the Storm Desk, Jim Taylor, KCBS. Patty, all the rain from these latest storms have left Lake Oroville nearly full. KCBS's Bob Butler says state officials have opened the dam to make room for more water expected to flow in through the middle of next week. Lake Oroville has more than doubled in size since December 1st and now sits just 60 feet below capacity. Specifically for uh, water users in the state, you know, a full lake reservoir will mean that uh, we'll have additional water supply, particularly more than we've had the last few years of the drought, uh, to help uh, the 27 million Californians that uh, depend upon water supply from this facility. Department of Water Resources Deputy Director Ted Craddock says the water is being released to guard against flooding downstream. So the flood protection uh, aspect of this facility is provided during the rainy season, and then once we get past the rainy season, uh, we expect to see the lake fill because of the good snowpack we have here in both the Feather River watershed and then throughout the uh, Sierra Nevadas as well. Bob Butler, KCBS. Roman Catholic Diocese of Santa Rosa says it's going to file for bankruptcy next week because it can't afford to settle hundreds of claims of childhood sexual abuse. Santa Rosa Press Democrat reports the move announced today will freeze all the litigation to be settled through federal bankruptcy court. And instead of the diocese being in individual trials, there will be a fund created to allocate to plaintiffs. Santa Rosa Diocese includes 41 parishes. It was involved in the clergy abuse scandal erupting across the country back in the 90s. In all, over 1,500 cases have been filed in Northern California. Patty, public safety is one of the biggest concerns right now among San Franciscans. And the city's mayor is putting that at the top of her priorities with a $27 million budget proposal to fund police overtime and bring in more community ambassadors. The public safety budget supplemental 
is set to be weighed by the Board of Supervisors next week. And it comes as the police union tentatively agrees to a new contract that will get officers a raise of nearly 11% during the next three years. For more, we are joined on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by San Francisco Mayor London Breed. Mayor, thank you so much for your time. Of course. Just to clarify, the request for a $27 million budget supplement for police is not connected to the contract proposal, but both have to be voted on by the Board of Supervisors. So do you think you have the votes for both. Well, I hope I have the votes for both. We need for the supplemental at least eight votes, and um, there have not been, uh, there's only four sponsors at this time, and my hope is that we can get other members of the board to realize how important this is, because what we're talking about is providing basic services. We are short by over 541 police officers in our system as a whole, and we are using overtime in stations all over the city, in all neighborhoods. We're using overtime to actually at least have the minimum staffing levels to meet the needs of the public. So many of these same supervisors, they're asking for support. They want more police officers in their neighborhoods, and the only way that I'm going to be able to at least continue to provide the basics of services is if they agree to this supplemental. So what gets cut? What doesn't happen if you don't get the money next week? If it doesn't happen, um, then all spending will completely freeze and we will have to remove a number of officers from various stations all over the city. We won't be able to do any overtime. We won't be able to add additional shifts to various neighborhoods. Um, things are challenging now with public safety, which I know is one of the top priorities of residents all over the city. If the Board of Supervisors does not approve this, then that will change significantly. And um, I am very much concerned about what this would mean for our city and its public safety challenges. So if it is approved, the $27 million goes into effect immediately? Well, it will allow the controller's office to continue to provide the spending to the department, and we will continue to provide the various services that we're doing all over the city and, when necessary, the additional resources that we have to provide uh, for various neighborhoods when we're dealing with, for example, the Tenderloin, which has additional officers on top of its baseline to deal with the open-air fentanyl dealing, the consistent violent crimes that occur there, the shootings, the stabbings, and some of the really horrible things that are going on there. We have to be able to make sure that the police are able to respond, but we've also had to put officers stationary in different parts of the area to avoid things from happening in the first place. It is an ongoing issue, and we don't have the luxury to lose not a single officer on the street. I want to ask you about the police contract. Uh, over 10% raise over three years. It would make San Francisco the Bay Area city with the highest base wage for entry-level police. Um, do you think that th this pay, this pay package enough is enough to keep police officers and lure new ones to give you what you need? Well, I hope so, because here's the thing. San Francisco in the past has always been one of the highest paid. We're a major city. We're a dense city. We have a lot of complex challenges. But let's be honest, policing all over the country has taken a real hit, and people are not running to work for police departments. And I think in San Francisco, even I have had to make a bit of a shift to try and make sure that officers know we value them, we support them, we've had our challenges, and we are going to push for reforms. We've developed a lot of alternatives to policing with our ambassadors, but at the end of the day, when violence occurs, when the challenges that exist in the city happen, we need police officers to show up. We need them to make do investigations. We need them to make arrests, and that requires making sure that our department is not only 
fully staffed, but it's competitive so that people actually want to work here. You are trying to attract uh, uh, officers from around the country, and you say that there is a shortage at academies all over the country as well. I just want to know how much in overtime is San Francisco paying and how that could be offset by this $27 million budget proposal. Well, I think, you know, when you look at the data, because the numbers demonstrate that we are paying a lot more than we ever have before in terms of overtime, I think that if we are fully staffed and we're in a better place, we're still going to be paying for overtime. So, for example, if there's an arrest at the end of someone's shift, they have to sit on someone that they arrested and do a report and make sure that the transition happens appropriately or if they have to go to court. There's still going to be things where overtime is needed. Um, I do think that we would be talking about probably half of what we're spending and even less over time as we start to ramp up to the department to meet um, the needs of the various stations all over the city. I want to ask you how the city did in terms of the storm uh, overnight. I'm looking out the window right now in our studios in San Francisco. There's plenty of sunshine, blue sky, uh, puffy white clouds. Was there significant damage overnight? Well, isn't that something about San Francisco? I, I mean, the rains were heavy last night, and you could just hear it. It was loud. It was heavy. And we had a few trees fall in the panhandle, and a, a big tree, actually, that damaged the cars, but no one was hurt in the panhandle in, in Golden Gate Park. Um, you know, the crews were out there working really hard, cleaning up the debris, doing everything we could do to deal with some of the flooding. And so we knew this was coming. We were prepared and our various city agencies reacted and, and we were able to weather the storm. There are still people who are hurting from the January atmospheric rivers. How is it going when it comes to helping them make them whole again? Well, as this is not, you know, the first time we've had to deal with weather-related challenges in residents and provide resources. It will be ongoing because um, when a claim is filed with the city, for example, there, of course, has to be an investigation, and we have to make sure the resources are appropriate and, 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 and go through that process, and so that just takes a little bit of time, and we're just working with folks in order to resolve those issues, and that's ongoing. Mayor, we always appreciate your help. Thank you so much. San Francisco. Subscribe to the all local wherever you get your podcasts and stream us on your smart speaker 24 7 by saying play kcbs radio t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning right now families and small businesses can save up to 20 percent versus at&t and verizon when they switch visit your local t-mobile store today plan savings with three lines of t-mobile essentials versus comparable available plans plan features and taxes and fees may vary vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.